0: Hey there! This is Carrie Schaefer, also known as author Carrie Ann King, and you are listening to Tell Me Your Secrets, where I get to take you off the page with the people who make the books we all love to read. Tell Me Your Secrets is produced from live stream video and is owned and copyrighted by Authors on the Air Global Radio Broadcasting Network. Everybody, Carrie Ann King here today again, and I am absolutely excited about today's guest. We are going to be talking to the illustrious and awesome and ever-wonderful Barbara O'Neill. She is also a friend of mine, so I am extra excited to get this chance to catch up because we've both been so crazy busy all summer that we have not had time to talk. So we are going to talk about Write My Name Across the Sky and a whole bunch of other really fun and exciting things that are going on in Barbara's life. And I'm going to bring her on right now instead of leaving her languishing backstage so you guys can all say hi. Hi Barbara. Hi, good to be here. Yes, yeah, good to have you here and I'm just so incredibly grateful that you found time for this because because y'all not only is Barbara have a brand new book out on Tuesday and is writing another one, she has all these other news. I'm gonna let her tell you some of it but she's just moved back into her house after having been out of it for a while and Well, the other big news is really big news. So we're going to talk about that in a minute, but we have to talk about the book first. So congratulations on the book, which is Write My Name Across the Sky. What an amazing title that is. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. Tell us straight up front, where did you come up with that title for the book?
1: Yeah. As you know, titles don't often just show up. Right. This book was this title from the very first that was just what the name of the book was um got a little pushback because it's a really long title as these things go and but we counted out the letters and when we believed in mermaids and it's only one character longer so we were able to like sort of talk you know the powers that be into it which i just think it's a great title and i have to say your background is fantastic it's a perfect match I I went looking
0: for that. So yeah, I, I it's such a beautiful book. Um, the cover is just glorious and suits the book totally because as I get to know, because I read it and it's awesome. There is a lot of artwork discussed in this book. There. And so that cover really looks to me kind of like a Monet
1: or something like that. I think they did a great job with, I mean, I have the the hardcover and it's like oh, you can just I have a hard time getting I know it. it's you always fun see the, like the brush strokes this artist has just done a great job she's done several of my covers and I just think she does a wonderful job
0: yeah well and it's right on brand with the mermaids and um the the girls of, of Devon <laughs> Devon Sharp right I know, I know. <laughs> Right. Sorry, I tripped over that title for a minute, but but it matches. It's it's right on for all of your branding. And I see you have a little painting behind
1: you on the. Ah, uh, I do actually. This is um, if you see that way, you can see it's the other way into yeah oh. into my no. I know that's where oh, the painting oh, oh. is, but that's where the rest of the remodeled houses. you can kind of get a glimpse of the kitchen that I just redid and this is the studio space and I actually have my grandma my granddaughters here this week for Nana Camp so they are with their um crafts and things to be quiet and I had to come in the studio because believe it or not as crazy as it is in here it it's my office is even worse. There's just so many things that were there, but this actually is a painting I did at the other house while we were waiting just to, um, I miss the ocean, you know, through the pandemic, I just miss the ocean so much. So I spent a lot of time painting it actually. So for those who don't know
0: Barbara, um, she paints besides being a writer. And so this is such a wonderful I want to call it a hobby, but I think it may be more than that. I don't like the word hobby, actually.
1: Do you have a better word? I don't know that I have a better word. I think it's just one of the things I love doing. I think I think hobby gets a bad name because it's like, you know, the amateur hour or whatever, but I think there's nothing wrong with that. An amateur is is a really passionate in passionate pursuit of whatever it is that they love and I think those things are kind of the things that set us apart like the guy who who builds a whole town in his basement and has his trains running through and I think that's so sweet my brother my brother-in-law really (laughs) yeah yeah. cool my dad loved it too he really loved that stuff
0: yeah down in his basement he has this entire you know all this really cool trains and the little villages and all the stuff it's it's very like yeah. little wonderlandy to me and I think it's very cool I I was thinking maybe creative creative outlet I I don't know what it is about the word hobby that bothers me I don't I it's nothing wrong with it it's just not a pretty word hobby I agree with you yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so the painting is just beautiful and I love the colors I'm thank you looking at that and for us looking in your studio it looks perfectly like you and a painting you don't see any chaos. <laughs> Maybe I've just got the camera just right. It's so perfect. You can't see it. Yeah,
1: That's
0: yeah. perfect. And I love that you paint. I did get to go to the ocean for a little bit this at the beginning of this summer, it was yeah. research trip for the book that I'm writing now. And it was glorious because I also love the ocean. I do not get there enough.
1: Right. Right. We we actually took a trip to Santa Monica to see my son in June. Uh-huh. And there I got some ocean time done, but I kind of like moody oceans. And the Southern California ocean is always so like, you know, it's the beach boys. It's beautiful and it's sunny and it's warm and all that. And I did get my fix of waves, but I'm really looking forward to that trip up the coast. We're going to take a trip up the coast from San Francisco to Portland.
0: Um, okay. And we're going to talk about that right now. I was going to talk about yeah. your book first but let's talk okay. about the let's talk about the big news and then we'll go back to the book because we'll just okay. naturally follow that little seg so you're taking this
1: trip as part of my wedding trip it's my wedding trip I have been with my partner for 16 years but we decided uh, I guess it was probably in December that we wanted to actually make it official and have an actual ceremony and get married. And so we've been planning this and it's on September 4th. It's right around the corner. And that's our, that will be our wedding trip is to travel up the coast.
0: Oh, how awesome and wonderful. So are you doing like a ceremony where you're inviting people
1: or just the two of you? We are doing uh, the whole nine yards. I ordered a dress. Um, I, we have caterers coming in for the reception. We have a cake. We did a cake tasting, which I've never done. And that was really fun. We have um, people coming. Most of them are pretty local. We have some people who are coming from further away, but not very many. My son's coming from Santa Monica. And um, my partner has a couple of friends that are coming. So, But mostly it's just here. And it's not going to be a giant ceremony. And we are going to have... The reception in our newly remodeled house so there's a little pressure there to get things like back on the walls i mean it just was finished like two and a half weeks ago we really thought it was going to be done before this but you know
0: it, it that's is how it goes it, sometimes You know, and I'm just looking at as as for things that create a little chaos in your life and the beautiful chaos, but still chaos, and maybe a little of the good kind of stress uh, of the things on the top of the list that I can think of, one would be not living in my house while it was being remodeled. One would be having a book come out. One would be writing another book. One would definitely be getting married. (laughs) (laughs) There's a few stressors in there for real. (laughs) You know how to do all the things, but still at the same time, all of that good, amazing energy. And those are all like awesome,
1: positive, good vibe things. They are. I mean, they're all wonderful. So yeah, yeah. you, know, you just roll with it. Sometimes life is kind of quiet and, you know, <laughs> unassuming and sometimes it isn't. So you just right. kind of go through the cycle as it shows itself to you. And right? then
0: everything happens at once. Oh, I have to add Nana and Nana camp in there because oh, Nana the, camp, that's,
1: that's right. <laughs> that's right. I, was, I kind of actually thought about not having Nana Camp this, month, this year, but I love it so much. Yeah. It's so much fun to be with my girls and her mom, their mom had to go off to a, a, like a training thing for the Air Force. So she had to be gone. So Nana Camp. <laughs> all right. That's it's awesome. Great. And wonderful. So circling back where we should okay. have probably
0: started. <laughs> with the book and we did start with the book because you showed us a beautiful cover so write my name across the sky is barbara's newest release it has by the way already hit the top 100 on the amazon charts which is really fantastic not that i'm at all surprised because it's a barbara thank
1: book you. thank you so barbara tell us a little bit about what the story is about this story came to me because I was completely fascinated for the longest time with the group of women who were the first big wave of um, flight attendants. They were called stewardesses then, in the 60s and 70s and into the 80s, when they really started winning like the war against like being weighed every day and all of those things. They really fought for like women's rights and managed to keep their jobs, but- they were so interesting because at a time when women like, really couldn't even have a credit card, you couldn't buy a house without a man's signature, they, there was very little freedom in the late 60s, early 70s for women. And these women were flying all over the world doing all kinds of exciting and adventurous things. And Gloria, who's the main, one of the main characters in this book is a 74 year old Instagram influencer. And this is her past is being a flight attendant on TWA and just kind of some of the things that she did in her youth were a teeny bit shady and they've caught up with her now she's got to sort of deal with the the consequences there's a, a lost love and she has two nieces who are the the progeny of her um, very troubled addicted sister who died of an overdose um, a heroin overdose she was a rock star and she ended up killing herself so she's kind of mothered these two women willow and sam who both have pretty big challenges themselves willow has just had a terrible and public failure with one of her albums she really wants she really wants a career in music and everyone's just saying you know really do you think you can do this and she's sort of at that point where am i going to give it up and go like you know lead tours on cruise ships or am i going to keep trying and her sister has a failing um business a game business and she Her challenges are really more personal. She has to kind of get her act together. She has some pretty big blocks to her own happiness that she has to work through. And she was such a fun character to write. She was prickly and not very pleasant and, you know, mean to people. And she has these weird allergies. And I loved her. Loved her.
0: Well, so did I. And so you, you did, you know, You when you can pull that off where you write a character like that, who is still lovable and you understand where they're coming from, that's brilliant. And you did a lovely job of that. I, I also feel like all three of those characters have that, you know, it fits with the title. They're all were at some point pursuing fame or are pursuing it now and want that, you know, my name across the sky. And so, there there we have it i love also that we have an older character who's an instagram influencer right you know biting that that trend that all old people older not old older (laughs) i gotta start being really careful with that older people can't do anything with the internet or understand technology
1: right it's kind of ridiculous because, you know, baby boomers were, you know, navigating um, services like Genie, which you had to know basic uh, programming to actually get into the service and like be part of the social community. I'm like, you know, people were on the internet before a lot of millennials were even born. So, you know, right, right. You know, like we don't know that stuff. I will also say though, too, that I think that one of the reasons I like Gloria so much and her attitude is that like inside she doesn't feel any different and I think that ever all of us have had that feeling whether no matter if you're you know turning 35 or you're turning 90 kind of go that inner person that young person who still wants to dance to that favorite song is still there and boy go ahead and dance you know that's what Gloria's feeling is she wants to give permission to other women like yourself, to just go ahead and be that person that you have it in you to be. You don't have to follow any rules. Right yeah she is fabulous I love her
0: and then of course her her ex lover can, can we talk about him a little bit
1: and what that's all about or is that giving too much away I, mean, I, I think we have to be kind of careful yeah. Isaac was her great love she met him in Casablanca which I just love he was an Israeli artist and was trying to make his way um and they had up ap- passionate torrid affair for many years in many cities um but they were never able to really get together in the more traditional way and he's currently in trouble that's the thing that that kind of brings everything to a head right and
0: we're not going to talk about the kind of trouble that he was in but it (laughs) it's so fun I, i just this whole book i i love the themes that go through it the music and the art and the romance and the family relationships which are a little bit different than show up in a lot of women's fiction
1: novels I, I that's for sure yeah mm-hmm. they're different yeah um, I also like that it is so escapist I mean yeah. starting with the apartment you know the Upper West Side I swear every time I turned it into someone you know like my agents and and the younger agents in that agency are all in new york city obviously and they're all like i have dreamed of having an apartment like this my whole you know ever since i came to new york i'm like of course because all of us have you know like who wouldn't want that apartment it's fabulous and storied and like that just sets the tone i think it's a very escapist novel and i did write it during the pandemic so it was my escape right Um, and that comes through
0: Well, it does, I think, because you love all those things. So you gave yourself art and music and a rooftop garden and, you know, all of the things that you love. A Victorian greenhouse. That would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder, you know, I forgot to ask you this. So you're allowed to say no, but straight up front, are you willing to like read a page or so for us? I actually haven't picked one out, but I mean... I I often ask people to just read the first page, and the reason for that is when I'm selecting a book, this is what I always do. I read, I look at the cover, I read the back cover, then I pick it up and I read the first page.
1: All right, I can do that. Would you like to read the first page now? Yeah, if you would do that, that would be fantastic. I will do that. I'm so glad I got a copy of the book out there.
0: I'm glad you did too. That would be important. All right. Well, I knew you had one because you showed it to me.
1: That's true. Okay. Uh, Chapter one, Gloria. I'm setting up a photo shoot when I hear the news that Isaac has been arrested. For a long moment, it doesn't sink in. My body reacts ahead of my mind warning me with a long ripple over my spine as I tweak the red shoes sitting beneath the lady slipper orchid in the soft green environment of the conservatory. Then his name penetrates my brain, Isaac Margolis. I lift my head and look at the radio as if it will show me his long lost face. My heart pauses as if bracing to be shattered all over again then starts up again with a hard thud. Isaac, all these years I've been waiting for the other shoe to drop. Now it falls like a meteor into my world when I have finally relaxed into this rich, ordinary life filled with music and my Instagram photos and monthly luncheons at the Russian Tea Room with the dwindling number of former flight attendants I've known for more than 50 years.
0: That's just so awesome. I, you know, when I read the book, I was immediately in first page. There we are. And he pulled out all of the little stops that tweaked my attention. So <laughs> super fun. And, you know, so let me ask you about what's happening next with your writing. Can you tell us a little bit about what you're writing now? I know sometimes that's you can't
1: talk about the new book too much, but what's next? The next one is a book that has been on my mind for Literally years. I mean, it sort of came out of a joke, but my ex-husband is an extremely charming, big personality and the big joke between um, my partner Neil and I is that if someone killed him, there would be so many people who would you know have good reason to kill him but there would be also so many people who would like defend like him as being like this thing my family loves him more than they love me and that is not a joke they're so excited that he's actually coming to my wedding so he's this big jovial loving uh philandering you know sort of no rules guy I mean he's really fun to be around and He's just been on my mind. I think a lot of us have people like that in our lives. So uh, in this book, uh, Augustus Bouvet has dropped dead and there's his ex-wife and his two daughters and some people around, a lot of women around his current mistress are all like, well, what happened? And it's sort of the story of him, but it's really the story of his oldest daughter who has suffered at the hands of this carelessness. I mean, he loves her and she loves him, but she's furious and she's just gotten out of rehab. So she lost her chance to have it out with him. And it's really basically her story, trying to come to peace with the kind of people that sometimes we, we're we just stuck with our families, right? Like you're stuck right. with them. Um, and it's still sort of in, the rewrite stages, so it's still a little bit raw, and it's not easy to, like, express, but that's basically the story. Oh, you've expressed it extremely well, and
0: I'm very excited about reading it. Did, does it have a title yet, a tentative it one? It does um, not, because
1: it has a really, really, really long working title, which is <laughs> Don't Tell Anybody the Secrets I Told You, which is, uh, the, <laughs> you know, um, I always want to say Bonnie Raitt, but it's it's the other one. My brain is He's locking, never mind. It's That's from a song. Nice. Okay. All right. Well, Listen to thank you.
0: There you go. Okay. <laughs> there you go. You knew it would no, come sooner or later. <laughs> All right.
1: And when can we expect to see that? In will be season? out next, uh, I think July is oh. where we're currently looking. Okay. How fun. So I and know. right.
0: And right now, everybody, uh, Write My Name Across the Sky just came out on Tuesday. So you can go grab that now if you have not already. Barbara, where can people find you if they want to follow you a little more closely? So I um, you have a
1: website. I have a website, barbaraoneal.com. I'm on Facebook as Barbara O'Neill. Um, I'm on Instagram as Barbara O'Neill Author. And on Twitter, I think, just as Barbara O'Neill. So I'm everywhere. Okay. As Barbara Um,
0: O'Neill. As Barbara (laughs) O'Neill. Yeah, and Barbara is pretty easy to find. So if you're listening to the podcast version of this and can't see our little names up here on the screen, it's Barbara is spelled in the traditional way. So it's Barbara, B A R B A R A. O'Neill is O in a little apostrophe, capital N E A L. I keep wanting to add another E on the end of that for some reason. I'm always having to fix that. Yeah, people do all the time. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows why it's the same reason people want to add ease and to Schaefer. I imagine it's just, you get your brain trained one way. And yeah. so huge congratulations on the wedding, which is just as big a deal as the book and maybe bigger. You. I, I we have to put things in perspective. So congratulations on that and on getting back in your actual house. In, oh, you know, that's heaven. Hours.
1: Actually it's heaven.
0: All the things. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for being here today. Um, everybody, I will be back again next week with another Barbara. I'm having Barbara at uh, Barbara's trend here. I um, Last time we had Barbara Josselson on last show. Next week, we have Barbara Davis. And the week oh. after that, we have Willa Reese, but her
1: name is actually also Barbara. So, so that's so funny. <laughs> I just I read Barbara Davis's new book, and it is absolutely wonderful
0: it is it,
1: it i also
0: have read it and it's absolutely fab so be here again to um hear what barbara yeah, the, the next barbara has going on check out write my name across the sky and thank you again so much barbara o'neill for being here today and for making time uh to join me in the middle of all the
1: crazy thank you for having me carrie it was good to see you it was good to see you too Bye. Bye.